I thought the Eagles were going to win. What the? What? What was that? Okay, so um, everything the Niners said about the Eagles was true. They were right. I was wrong. They're smart. I'm dumb. They're good looking. I'm not attractive. I just want to be the first person to say that everything the Niners said was correct. They had the Eagles completely sized up. They're better than the Eagles. They were better than the Eagles last year. They just had the wrong game plan, the NFC Championship game. And I don't even know they had the right game plan today. But Kyle Shanahan figured it out right around the end of the first quarter, at the beginning of the second quarter. And I haven't seen an ass kicking like that in a long time. That was like, I don't know. It was an ass kicking. So before we get into all the individual stuff, Let's take a few super chats and then I'm going to go big picture. First, uh, after this performance is Brock and the MBP talks. MBP, he's definitely one of the MBPs of the league. <laughs> Ali says, in this system, who would you pick? CJ Stroud or Purdy? They do run the same system. Texans are running their system. I would take Stroud, sorry, but I'm a jerk. Lenore put Swift to sleep. Great hit. Old school football, loved it. It's Nick Farrell says, this is the Debo we missed. This is the Debo we need. Uh-huh. The Debo they pay for, to be crude. But he lived up to his contract and then some today. Quinn Howard says, Fernando, what do the Niners expose that the rest of the league couldn't about the Eagles? That Jalen Hurts is super overrated. One. Uh, that Jalen Hurts is super overrated. And I think a lot of teams have exposed their defense. Niners just, Put it on him a little bit harder. Told you, Juwan, big game. You're right, Jax. Josh Wyatt says, did I come on your show and tell you exactly what was going to happen and what you would be talking about afterwards? Josh, I just want to say, I was thinking about you the whole time. As it was unfolding, I was like, man, this guy must be really enjoying himself while freezing his ass off wherever the hell he is in Breckenridge, Colorado. So shout out to you, Josh Wyatt. I was wrong. I, I like being wrong. What up, G? I said 35-17. It was worse. It was great. What a game. All right. So the Niners just beat the Eagles, who were 10-1. and one. They beat the Chiefs. Does that make the Niners Super Bowl favorites? I don't know. I don't want to be negative. I'm not going to go that far. I feel like it makes them NFC favorites for sure. There is no team in the NFC that can really challenge the 49ers if they're healthy and rested. Not even rested, if they're just healthy. Eagles look like one team that could forget them. They're not good enough. Seahawks aren't good enough. Dallas isn't good enough. There's no team in the... The Niners can only beat themselves at this point. They should go to the Super Bowl. And then when they get to the Super Bowl, like it doesn't even matter if they have home field advantage in the playoffs. They could get it. But if they have to go back to Philly, they can beat Philly. They'll have the right game plan, the right approach, the right players, the right team. Philly knows it. The Niners know it. The Niners have like a free ride to the Super Bowl. And then we don't know who they'll play. I assume if when they get there, they would play Kansas City. Do I assume the Niners would beat Kansas City? No. Could they beat Kansas City? Absolutely. But I think what we saw with the Eagles today is a team that kind of got lucky the last two weeks. Sorry. Bills missed a field goal. Uh, Chiefs. Marquez Valdez-Scanling dropped a touchdown pass at the end. 
I'm not taking anything away from the Eagles, but I am. I'm just saying you could argue that the Chiefs should have beaten the Eagles and that while the Eagles match up pretty well with the Chiefs, I don't know if the Niners match up well with the Chiefs, but you know what? We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Are the Niners Super Bowl favorites? I don't know. Are they contenders? Yes. After they lost to the Bengals, I started my stream singing the great pretender and I dedicated it to the Niners because I felt they were pretenders. I take it back. I apologize for saying that and for singing that song, although I don't apologize for singing because I have a wonderful, beautiful, angelic voice, as you all know. But I apologize for calling the 49ers pretenders and sort of rubbing it in their faces at their lowest point because now they've won four, four in a row? Four in a row. And this is the most impressive win of any team any team has had this season. Eagles have had some come-from-behind wins. The Niners came from behind. They were down 6 nothing. They were DOA in the first quarter and then just played the Eagles off their home field. You will remember this game the rest of your lives. All of you. This is one of the most memorable Niner games ever. One of the most impressive Niner wins ever, regular season-wise. Kind of reminds me of that game Jimmy Garoppolo won in New Orleans a few years ago, and that kind of like let everyone know, okay, the Niners are really going to the Super Bowl this year. It was like that, but better. So I'm not saying they're Super Bowl favorites, but they're definitely contenders. They're NFC favorites. And the only team I would hesitate picking the Niners to beat is Kansas City. Just because the Niners were able to expose Jalen Hurts as being pretty much a fraud. Mahomes is not a fraud. Like, there's not, he's not. There's nothing the Niners can do to expose him. Hurst got exposed. Give the Niners credit. But I don't know. We'll have to see. The Niners, that's a tough matchup for them. Diego says Leonard Hankerson is better than Wes Welker. Maybe. Corey Wiggs says, how far will you have to move the goalpost now? Does he have to throw a TD pass in the fourth quarter down by six with the wind blowing at 18 mile an hour and one arm tied behind his back? Yes, he does. I gave an A, Corey. Caplow ENT says, tell Papa Cone cheers on that Beaujolais. Ooh. Do I open another one? Uh, Dave Barclay says, after today, the Niners will be all the talk. True. Jose Batista says, so SF or Philly in the playoffs? Um, before this game, I picked the, the Eagles to win. I had a, a real feeling the Eagles, the Niners were going to win, and I didn't want to like change my prediction because that's weak. So I just stuck with the Eagles. But I, part of me felt like the Niners were up for this game. They're going to win it, and then they'll lose in the playoffs. But now that, the, the way I, now that I've seen how they won and how Kyle Shanahan changed and grew up and matured, I feel like the Niners own this team now. Dave Barkley says Casey is losing right now too. Dang. So I got to say, dang, 808 Niners says Debo snatched their soul straight out of their body and Demo put him to sleep. And we all owe Ambry an apology that dude been playing out of his mind. Sorry, Ambry. Crazy Rod 16 says still nervous about the right side of the O-line. Man have, a, man, have a glass of wine and relax. You can be nervous about that tomorrow. Niners just won by a million. Austin says Debo really can turn it on and off. Can't he? Wild. Great player. He talked all that crap came into Philly wearing a ski mask and, and black for a funeral and delivered. Legendary. Sheila Moncayo says, I was not expecting this, but it was a great win. And as a plus, my dad is happy they beat the Eagles on his birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Moncayo. Or Sheila's dad. Dave Barclay says, and I'm pretty sure Swift caught that ball with 254 in the fourth, but he got smizacked. That should have been fumbled Niners ball. I'm mad that the league didn't get that right. The, the league has a clear anti-Niners bias, as evidenced by that play. 
Daryl Niner uh, for Life Smock says, no, it's not, Grant. We can whoop KC. Maybe they can. It doesn't seem like the best version of KC this year. Mike, they do have a good defense, unlike Philly. Mike Baker says there are quarterbacks better than Purdy, but he's better than Jimmy and Kaepernick and is smarter than both, so I feel good. Chad Martin says, interesting, interesting how Hargrave got the game ball in the locker room. Wonder if he gave us the blueprint to beat Philly and it worked. Maybe. Happy Faster says Niners Ravens Super Bowl rematch. Could be interesting. They're going to be playing a couple of weeks. That'll be interesting too. Jesse Wade says Niners 84 Eagles Cowboys 29 Brock 8. What? Niners 84 Eagles Cowboys 29 Brock 18. I don't understand. Oh, in those two games. Yeah, some serious, serious blowouts. Got you. San Fran 49er fan says shout out to the Niners. Damn near injury free. Can you, can we stop the San Fran? Greg Olson said, Greg Olson talks too much. He talks too much. He never shuts up. Like, Greg, the, the play is happening right now. Stop talking about the previous play. But that's neither here nor there. This was the Kyle Shanahan game. In five years, when I say remember the Kyle Shanahan game, you guys will be like, yup, Philly. Why was this the Kyle Shanahan game? Because he was the reason they lost the NFC Championship game. Him. The choke artist. The guy who lost two Super Bowls he should have won and two NFC championships he should have won. He should have beat the Rams. He should have beat the Eagles. Why did he lose to the Eagles? Because his game plan was weak. It was whack. As my dad would say, it was for schnookin'. What does that mean? I don't know. But that's what Kyle Shanahan's game plan was last year. And what was it? I'm just going to do what I do. Play action. Under center. Slow developing plays. Not going to cut it against the Eagles run and play action. That's the Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan offense, not the West Coast offense. The West Coast offense is a pass is as good as a run, short passing game, extended handoffs. The Shanahan offense is the East Coast offense. The run sets up the, pa sets up the past. You run the ball, you hit play action. There is no drop back passing game. You get a lead and you lean on it. That's not going to work against the Eagles. It didn't work last year. They tried that humpy bumpy. It didn't work. Yeah, I called it humpy bumpy. This year, I don't know what the game plan was supposed to be. Probably a pass first. It, they, they went empty backfield. They, first two uh, series, there were no runs. Couldn't get the ball to McCaffrey, but the idea was we're going shotgun. We're going to go quick pass, lateral finesse, pass first offense. That is not the Shanahan offense. These guys have had a brand since the mid-90s. That's like Pepsi coming out with lemon-lime. That's how off-brand he went in this game. You know what? Forget play action. Forget under center. Let's just put Purdy in the pistol, Purdy in the gun, get the ball out of his hands, throw swing passes all day. You know what? It led to 42 points. Because if he wants to be the play action over-the-top guy, that's what Mike McDaniel is. Mike McDaniel was his underling, but he went to, uh, to Miami and got Tyreek Hill. So he can be the play-action guy because he has Tyreek Hill. He has speed. What makes the Niners unique is not speed. It is yards after the catch. Players who can get yards after the catch. So embrace it. You're a pass-first team, Kyle. You don't have Jimmy Garoppolo anymore. You were a run-first team because Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't good. Now, you you, you're defined not by your running game. Christian McCaffrey's a great player. But you're defined by having multiple players who can get big yards after the catch. So embrace your West Coast offense roots. You don't want to be West Coast offense. You have all those installation tapes of, J of Bill Walsh. 
in your facility that you that you admittedly proudly don't watch. But that's you. You just embraced it. And the fact that you embrace it makes me feel like you could win the Super Bowl. You're not working around your quarterback anymore. You're working with him. You trust him. You're not pigeonholed into a system. You do what's, what works that game. And now it's like, I've never seen you call so few play actions. Straight dropbacks from the shotgun. And I, just to be clear, quality control, keys to the game. Go back, everyone, check it out. I made a video. It was this morning, yesterday morning, this morning. It was yesterday morning. Number one key to the game, get Purdy in the freaking shotgun. Don't call play action. He did it. So the growth is listening to me, taking my suggestions, understanding that I'm a brilliant football mind as well, and working together, mind melding. That's what happened. If Kyle Shanahan and I work together, the Niners will never lose. He's been resisting my suggestions for seven years. To his detriment, he finally, what did he, what did he do? He was down 6 nothing. He looked on his phone. He read the keys to the game, said, ah, right. Grant said, get in the shock. Boom. And then he won. I've been the biggest Kyle Shanahan critic there is for years. Now, all of a sudden, I feel like I, I don't know this man anymore. My whole working hypothesis is that a dude doesn't change in the, his early th 40s. But you know what? I've never been 43. I don't know. Maybe I was wrong because he just changed. That's not the Kyle Shanahan I know. I'm calling that Kyle 2.0. I used to call him Kyle Banana Hands. That was not a Banana Hands performance, man. Put some respect on his name. I would never call him Kyle Banana Hands after that. That was incredible. In-game adjustments? Who are you? A pass-first approach? Wow! It was like, he was overthinking it in the first quarter. Too cute. Couldn't get the ball to McCaffrey's hands. Dug a hole for himself. Got his way right out of it. That is great coaching. And I feel like I'm going to take full credit if he wins the Super Bowl. I made him what he is. I, I, I coaxed the best version of Kyle Shanahan. It wouldn't have existed if I hadn't been here doing my part. So Kyle, respect, and you're welcome. Keep it up. And if you don't, you got me. So don't worry about it. Congratulations. This is a big deal. Kyle Shanahan just took like a, a giant leap forward. Sweet Meat Pete says, thoughts on Dre Greenlaw I'm getting there. Dave Barclay says, all teams were better last year except us. Luis R says, Eagles O-line is no joke, though. Hurts had way too much time and it did nothing with it. Crazy. Mark Jacobs 69 says, Brock Balboa. Jared Schroeder says, or Schrader says two things. One, when will Greenlaw pull his head out of his rear end with penalties and bonus plays? Probably never. Two, Debo finally played up to his paycheck. True, true, true. Julio, member for 24 months, two years. Jake Moody can breathe again. Says Burndog79. <laughs> Hennock uh, says, Lamar will tear us up. We let Hurts stand all day. Lamar is so much better than Hurts. Jewish guy says, I'm coming to my first NFL game next week. Hopefully we are uh, in the NFC by the end of the night. Number one, staying in San Jose, any recommendation of local food? If you were in Oakland or San Francisco, I could give you a recommendation, but I don't really, I don't really kick it in San Jose like that. Crazy Rod, sorry. Crazy Rod 16 says, I will take a tequila shot. That was Debo madness. Anyway, Niners says, Niners punked them and they just folded. Kyle Shannon was on fire. It's all true. Uh, MPLS Cyclone says, love seeing all those Philly fans in despair. Stitch those clips and play that on continual loop. Long live Brocktober. It's December. Brock Sember. 
Brother Bob, member for seven months. Love you, man. Come on, uh, come on live, Josh White. Hey, Grant, J-Dub was right. Give him his props. LOL, uh, talk your excitement. Shout out to Grant. Good content, good content, S. Dot. JC says, this is where SH shines. Regular season games, playoff cake artists. It's a trend. Okay. Love you, Grant Cohn, QC, Andres Gonzalez. Thank you. Matt McEwen, member for four months. Thanks, Matt. Justin Cole. Let's go, Niners. Great game. Puffy Coat. Mark Soto says, put some respect on Debo's name, Grant. You hear me? Don't be all quiet now. Put some respect. I'm going to. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Mike Baker says, since you and Papa Cone discovered the Niners, uh, covered the Niners for so many years, are you happy at all? If not, it's okay. I am. Thanks for the... Yeah. Today was good for business. Double B Studio says, Kyle had this game planned from the offseason. I think so. Brother Bob, Iglet, B.A. showed slays, trash, Debo showed all... Eagles, Matthew Sanders, two serious questions. Do you still consider the Niners to be a primary defensive team defined by D? Do you think BP is our first Pro Bowl quarterback since Jeff? Uh, no and yes. Offense stepped up and Purdy's going to be a Pro Bowl this year. JC says, choke artist, not cake, got you. Boxing fan says, keep up the great quality control, Grant. Please don't stop moving the goalposts. Keep Kyle on his toes. I, th if there's one thing I can do is move the goalposts. Jamila 13 says, A, Philly fans. <laughs> I ain't saying that. Double uh, B Studio says, I always poke coworker workers in the cheek, I don't get ejected from work. Try it tomorrow. Shizza P says, uh, Jake Moody had so much practice. Playoff ready. Daza, what do you make of Dom putting hands on Dre? I thought he was trying to break up the, the fracas. I don't know. Mario Gonzalez says, do you think if Purdy was healthy last year in NFC Championship, we would have beat them? Yeah, but he wasn't healthy because he wasn't healthy because Kyle had the wrong game plan. That's the whole point of today. I thought the Niners acted like what happened last year was a fluke. Kyle acted like what happened last year was a fluke. But what he did today indicated that he didn't think what happened last year was a fluke. He, what happened today indicated that he realized he messed up. He fucked up last year. And he corrected it this year. You gotta love that. Dave Barclay says, see Philly seats empty in the fourth. Yeah. Well, Stephen Pryor says, are you gonna praise Kyle during the next press or give the man some props to his face? Yeah. Hey, Kyle, my question is good job. Follow up. I'm impressed. Double B Studio says, I'm a conehead for life. I still got a shirt and mugs from your stores. Thank you, Double B. Matt McEwen says, Big Fernando, then pause. Big Fernando. Andy707 says, I'm so glad we don't have Happy Feet Jimmy. Oh, remember him? Remember him? Hold on. Let me do this real quick because it's getting time. Hold on. Okay. Game time. It's game time, baby. It's game time, baby. Okay, here we go. Hold on. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. What are some of the things I like about the Game Time app experience? Here are some examples: last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy tickets every for every kind of event in your area. Views from all seats in the venue, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, etc. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings, 18%. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code Iggy 
for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IGGY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you, Game Time. Boom. Boom. All right. Super chats. And then we're back to the show. Words of wisdom. Biggest win. Kyle finally adjusting. Grant, Grant did it. Hey, you stick with it. You, you don't give up on someone. You don't give up on someone like Kyle. It's too talented. Beats and Meat says we clapped them cheeks. Finished on them. You know what? Didn't leave a name or number and stole a sandwich on the way out. I shouldn't have read that. But I did. Dave Barclay says even Bosa said now nah, we have a quarterback. Something about the phrase clapping cheeks. That amuses me. Dave Barkley says, so they secretly hated Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy must feel like he's taking some strays. Not a good year for Jimmy Garoppolo. Aaron Jacobs says, anyone notice RG Johnson false start every play? Right tackle? Yeah, that's been a thing. Double B Studios, Eagles don't have the dogs to shut down anyone. Yeah, they're done. That defense is trash, and their offense isn't much better. All right, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy was great in this game. Brock Purdy was as efficient as could be. 300 plus yards, four touchdowns. Is he a legit MVP candidate? Yes, he is a legit MVP candidate. Will he win the award? Probably not. If you look at the if you look at the box score from today's game, you'll say, "Hey, Brock was the catalyst. Four touchdowns, 314 yards." If you watch the game though, was throwing swing passes. There's not there's anything wrong with that. He did a great job throwing swing passes. But what separates the Niners' offense from the, le- the rest of the league isn't him. He does a great job. But what separates the Niners' offense from the rest of the league is the guys who get all those yards after the catch. So he can throw a swing pass and it can be a touchdown. Most teams don't have that. That being said, Brock's kind of perfect for this team. So is he going to win the MVP? Is he the best player on the offense and the MVP of his own team? No, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, And I think the most important thing about Brock Purdy isn't like, how good is he? Can they win a Super Bowl with him? Probably. I didn't think they could, but it seems like he's good enough on this team at this price that they're paying him. Yeah. And what's cool about him is it seems like he's brought out the best in Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan's been a fairly stodgy, run first, conservative, offensive genius since he's gotten here. The Niners hired him for what he did in Atlanta in 2016, which was a very aggressive passing. I mean, it was a balanced offense, but they were a very good passing offense. And he didn't bring that offense with him to the Niners. I don't know. Maybe he he felt he couldn't do that with Jimmy Garoppolo, which is fair because he was freaking Jimmy. But with Purdy, like you don't have to be this run first, play action off it, stodgy system anymore. You can do whatever you want. You can have a pass first West Coast offensive attack. When people say Jim, Brock Purdy's kind of like Joe Montana, this is what they, what they what they mean. He can operate a quick passing attack without the benefit of a run game or a play action passing game really, really well. If he could do this the rest of the season, the Niners might just win the Super Bowl. This is a whole different type of offense. This is the wrinkle the Niners need. I've been waiting all year. What is their offensive wrinkle going to be? In the past, it was always a new running back. 2019, oh, they got Mostert. They lost McKinnon. Tevin Coleman isn't really hitting that well. Matt, Matt, 
Moster steps up 2021. Debo's a running back 2022. McCaffrey's a running because they're such a run first team. Why? Jimmy. Freaking Jimmy. Now it's like, no. The, the adjustment is passing the ball. And you don't have to pass down the field because it wasn't going to work. Your offensive line isn't good enough for that. Get the ball out of your quarterback's hands. Throw the ball backward. That's a good play. So I don't want to take anything away from Brock Purdy. His job is kind of easy. So was, so was Hurts. He's better than Hurts. I said before the game, I'd rather have Hurts than Purdy. I take it back. I'd rather have Purdy. He's a good quarterback. And the Niners are using him perfectly. And he's bringing out the best Kyle Shanahan. And his job is easy. But he's a lot of fun to watch. He's so confident. He's so efficient. It's like watching a 33-year-old, 23-year-old. Got to appreciate it. Shout out Brock Purdy for being so purdy. It's terrible. Just saw the grade, seven years, relentless criticism. You know, I had to do what I had to do. It worked. Ali says our D-line barely got pressure on Hurts. Yeah, but that was by design. I'm going to talk about them in a little bit. They did that on purpose. W Studio says F the Eagles. Okay. Let's go, Brandon. Says Eagles' chance of beating the Niners were a bunch of malarkey. Dave Barclay says, I'm not a BP fan, but he schooled Jalen today. Stephen Price, that's true. Stephen Price, I've never seen as much blatant holding than I did with the Eagles' O-line today. Frankly, that considered, I think the Niners' O-line is better. Okay. Neil says, Nick Wright taking notes right now to discredit Brock Purdy. Give him his, give him his props. Matt says, love the way the D-line rushed. Disciplined. Correct. Niner Fan 85 says, BP or 2016, Matt Ryan. Brock Purdy, because Matt Ryan was a freaking statue. Dave, David Trinidad says, Purdy spirals are now top three in the NFL. You agree? Oh, my God. Such good spirals. Double B Studio, 20 bucks. Says, I feel sorry for the Seahawks. No, I don't. <laughs> but they're going to feel the wrath next week. Niners look like they could be. Could have kept putting up points. Also can't wait for your pop sauce in this game. Stay tuned. Cody Walker, J.P. Mason sighting, still five-plus yards per carry. Great player. Geo, dude, over the top, proud of these guys today. I'm going to let them know. Abu Marco 23 says, we needed that to clear our mental hurdle, but I really don't want us to go to Philly in January next week. Go Dallas. Right, they play Philly next week. Matthew Sanders says, we put a blueprint out against Philly. Skid incoming. Sure. Chanel West West, 20 bucks. $2, boxing fan. Brock Purdy, best quarterback since Joe Montana. Best linebacker, too. Niners Way says, Grant, are you still a Trey guy? My guy. Trey? Trey, Trey cool? The drummer for Green Bay? Green, uh, Green Day? 59ers are looking pretty good, if you ask me. He is Joe Cool 2.0 in 2023. Mr. Irrelevant MVP. Matt McEwen says, you see the Peter King wait and see line? Yes, it was hilarious. Jimmy Kwan says, big shout out to Steve Wilkes, too. He has the secondary playing some excellent ball. DBs look very different. I agree. S. Dot says, shout out to Kinlaw. Two sacks. Quality control, baby. Shout out to Kinlaw, man. Respect. Christian McCaffrey. The Niners tried to, like, work around Christian McCaffrey. The first two possessions, he didn't get the ball. They went three and out both times. Finally, they got him involved. Everything took off. He's a great player. And they changed their offensive identity in this game to be less run first. This is not the 1997 Denver Broncos just feeding Terrell Davis over and over again. This is a different offense. Don't have that kind of offensive line. And instead of just giving him 25 carries, they led with the pass and let him finish out the game in the second half, and he finished with 17 carries. But he's still the MVP of this team. 
And now that the Niners beat the Eagles and Jalen Hurts is not going to win the MVP. He was the MVP frontrunner. Now I feel like the MVP frontrunner is going to come from the 49ers and it's either going to be McCaffrey or Brock Purdy. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's McCaffrey because Kyle Shanahan is going to be campaigning for McCaffrey. It's pretty clear Kyle Shanahan thinks McCaffrey is the best player on this team. Best player in the league. And he might be. He is so fun to watch. He's so good at everything. He can get to the outside. He can run between the tackles. He's a great receiver. He makes people miss. He's tough. He's strong. He gets yards after contact. His 33-yard catch was so nice. They set that up all year, too. They haven't called it. Like He always runs that little choice route on whatever, you know, quick little choice route, comes out of the backfield, goes right past the line of scrimmage, and goes in or out. And he faked the little out and went deep. Easy. Too easy. You know they're coming back to that. They're going to call that dash when they absolutely need it. It's a nice little wrinkle. Great play. Christian McCaffrey, great running back. Such a pleasure to watch. And I'm going to say something a little um, controversial. But I think it's obvious at this point. You guys tell me if you agree. Christian McCaffrey is a better running back than Frank Gore ever was. Sorry. Frank, I apologize. Is that blasphemous to say? It's not even close. Like, he's faster than, than Gore. He's a great receiver, and Gore wasn't. Is he as tough and powerful as Gore? No, but it's not that far off. Great player, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Brother Bob Eaglet, please ask Larry to give honest BA assessment. Lupaka Lolo says, big win, don't let down on the next three games, please. Sure. Miguel says, can we praise Steve Wilkes? Yes, he deserves the praise because he gets the criticism when they lose. Dustin the Gale, five bucks. Sure. Double B Studio Eagles look like cheeseless Philly cheesesteaks. That's not good. KOSZG says, I hope we don't go on a three-game losing streak after this. <laughs> Stun a two-time says, every team needs somebody like Greenlaw Tonesetter. Matt McEwen says, Grant, you have a stalker in Val Ramos, and I think you made him mad. Give him a I have no idea who that is. So... That's terrifying. Steven Larder. Love the faux hawks straight up. Yeah, straight out of 2002. You feel me? Niners Dodgers says Roger Craig or CMC or Ricky Waters. Roger Craig was before my time. I was born in 19, I was born in 1988. So I don't I couldn't tell you. But I'll take CMC over Ricky Waters. Are you kidding? Like that's not even close. It's not even close. The MVP of this game, though, was Debo Samuel. It wasn't Brock Purdy. It wasn't Christian McCaffrey. It was Debo. I mean, the MVP was Kyle Shanahan, but we haven't seen Debo Samuel play that well ever. Ever? I don't know. It was, it, was as, it was as good as he's ever played. He had two long touchdown catches that he just really short, really short catches. He made one guy miss a touchdown. Another guy, just, another time he just ran through the whole defense untouched. And then at a touchdown run, like, if he can do that in the playoffs, how are the Niners going to lose? Because he's the variable, right? McCaffrey does the same thing every week. Ayuk does the same thing every week. Kittle's a little older, but when it's a big game, you know he's going to give you 60, 70 yards. It's, the question is, Debo, you're the highest paid a weapon on the offense, not McCaffrey, not I. You're the guy who's supposed to be the, the engine. You're the guy who dragged that freaking team all the way to the NFC Championship game two years ago, got paid, and then what? I don't know. Lost interest or what? I don't know. He was interested in this game. 
it's good to know that Debo can do it. Because so many weeks, it's like, where were you, buddy? You're like 27, 28. Why are you pacing yourself? You tired? I don't know. Not today. So what, what, I, what Debo needs to do from now on is talk more crap. Do that all the time. Because it brought out the best in him. He, he talked crap in January, February, had to bring it back up this week, walked into that hostile environment, wearing one of those ski masks that's really popular in Philly. It just got outlawed in Philly. Brutal. And destroyed him. If that's what Debo needs to do to, to play his best, do it every week. Talk crap. He has he can say whatever he wants. Clearly, Trent Williams and Debo Samuel are the guys who like set the culture for the 49ers. You know, they're the ones that come out to the boom box. They're the dancers. Debo, say whatever you want, man. You're you provide the edge for this team. And if that's what you need to do to play your best, then do it. Because I don't know that the Niners would have won this game without him doing that. Actually, yes, they would have. Eagles are terrible. No, they're not. But wow. Not nearly as good as the Niners. I just want to give Debo his due because I was saying that he wasn't living up to his contract and a game like today makes the whole thing worth it. I don't think the Niners are regretting having Debo on their team or paying him whatever they've paid him because he did this. This makes it all good. And it makes you feel like he can do this in the playoffs. So just, you know, don't get hurt. Pace yourself and then do this again. Talk crap. Put yourself back in that position and deliver. Uh, Splendiferous says refs helped Eagles sustain drives, man. BS watching. I know it's, it's messed up because if that hadn't happened and then, then the Niners might have won, but the, the Eagles won, right? How do you, I, I love fans that get mad at refs after wins. Man, the Niners just won by a million points. I can't even do the math. 23. Geo dude says Gore in this offense would have been unstoppable. Now, I wouldn't want Gore in the outside zone offense. He can't get to the perimeter, man. Gore was perfect in Harbaugh's offense. Gore was perfect running power. Just saying. He's not much of a receiver either. It wasn't. 808 Niners says the way they abuse their edges in the run game, I think Kyle Shanahan be setting up stuff for the next time. Reddit got burned for not playing the run. Hey, man, that's what they should have done last year. Season. Tony Nagatani says, in quarters two through four, Kyle Shanahan outcoached Nick Sirianni straight up. Offense, defense, special teams. Kyle made a clown out of his ass. Yeah, for sure. Diego. Grant, I'm so drunk. Hey, shout out to Diego, man. Enjoy it. Panthro says Debo smacked the Philly out of Will. What? That's so strange. Okay. But yeah, Will Smith, he's from Philly. Let's talk defense. This was a phenomenal, it was a phenomenal defensive game plan. And what I loved about it was that the Niners basically called their shot and executed it. Midweek, they're like, okay, well, we need to shut down the run, keep Jalen Hurts in the pocket and make a play quarterback. That's exactly what they did. And I was thinking, man, well, easier said than done on stopping the run. They did it. And then if you just make him stay in the pocket and play quarterback, he has the best offensive line in the league and two great wide receivers. You're going to get burned. But they didn't. The offense, the defensive line was super disciplined. They did not give up the B gap. They did not rush past the quarterback like ever. Whenever he rolled out, he had to back out, which takes time and throw the ball away. And then when he was in the pocket, man, that dude is indecisive. He just stands there. He just stands there. He sacked himself. He slipped and sacked himself. He ran into sacks. The Niners were absolutely right about Jalen Hurst. Just make him play quarterback. Take away the runs. Take away the scrambles. Keep him in the pocket. Make him play quarterback. They were right. And what I thought was really surprising 
was how good the coverage was. I thought like one of the big reasons I picked the Eagles to win this game was I figured Hurts going to have a lot of time. The Niners aren't going to be, you know, rushing all out to sack him. They're going to be trying to keep him in the pocket. They said so. So he's going to be standing back there. Everyone's going to be two gapping, you know, making sure he doesn't get past him. So he's going to have all the time in the world. And he has AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. And these guys are just going to overmatch the Niners corners. Didn't happen. Now it'd be nice to go back and watch the all 22 because were there guys open or was Jalen Hurts just holding the ball? I'm going to give Jalen Hurts the benefit of the doubt and say that guys weren't open. And that's incredible that Traverius Ward, Diamador Lenore, and Ambry Thomas could cover those receivers man-to-man that long. It was like six, seven seconds sometimes. Incredible. Great coverage. Like, they're not going to get the, the accolades because the front seven always does. And the run, the run defense set up everything. But to me, the pass defense was more about the coverage more than the pass rush. The pass rush didn't, wasn't there. It was like pass containment. They didn't want to rush Jalen Hurts. They're like, no, take your freaking time. You stand in the pocket as long as you freaking want. We don't care. Because we somehow have cornerbacks who can cover great wide receivers for five. Since when? Ambry Thomas, I'm sorry. Diamond Lenore, you're a hell of a player. Traverius War, I'm sorry. You guys are great. I don't know since when. Steve Wilkes, you did a great job with these guys. Hell of a defense. Hell of a defense. Miguel says, Grant, can't wait for the day you're on the field wearing some Yeezys with the Niners headset and standing next to Kyle Unstoppable Duo. I will never wear one Yeezy, let alone two. Steven Larder, did Koshinen finally wash those old Bill Walsh tapes? Sure as hell look like it tonight. Humility equals wisdom. I'll ask him. Matt McEwen says, if anything, refs, let us get away with murder. Yeah, there was that one hold by Ronnie Bell on that long touchdown. Anyway, Mr. Sully said, listen. The game we saw today from CMC is what we want to see every game. The Eagles, he expected to see him have 25 touches and said we had a balanced offense. Agree, Mr. Sully. I like you started with just listen. One word. Matthew Sanders says, is this backfield better than Deshaun Carlos Dante? Maybe. Could be. Stunna two times says, bro, I saw Hassan Reddick get killed on the edge. McKivitt's locked in. Reminded me of Brunskill and Donald. Can't wait to watch the All-22 on that one. Shiz a P. I hate the tush push. I really wish the Niners could have stopped that stupid tush push touchdown. It's all they had in the game. Ethan M. Purdy's MVP. I should be first or tied with Lamar. What about McCaffrey? David Baker. They played for 60 minutes on both offense and defense play. was true. Merkin. I guess we would have won uh, in the NFC Championship if they had the right game plan. If they had the right game plan, James Knowings Grant did catch the apology by Eagles head coach to Kyle. No, I didn't. Interesting. Interesting. Last thing. Dre Greenlaw. What is Dre Greenlaw's deal? I like Dre Greenlaw. He's a really nice guy. He has time for you in the locker room. He seems cool. He seems down to earth and nice. But he can't, he has no self-control. He's a 15-yard penalty waiting to happen. And in this game, he had one that was real close on the sideline, and then he did it. He can't help himself. And then, look, I know the, the director of security got up and, like, put his hands on Dre. I guess they didn't see it. It looked like they were trying to break up a potential fracas. And then Dre, like, poked him in the face. 
which is always disrespectful, poking someone in the face. I would wreck, I would, it's frowned apart. Dragon, I got uh, ejected. So, look, I don't want to, it was, a, it was a controversial play because I think Niner fans feel like he was baited into it. Sure he was. Don't take the bait, man, because you're going to keep getting it. And it could be an issue in a playoff game. God forbid that Dre Greenlaw does that in a playoff game and it's the reason the Niners lose. Like, the Niners have had moments like that. You know, Jaquaski Tart dropping a pick, they lose. Little moments. Dre Greenlaw, don't let this ruin the season. It's a selfish thing. It's not what they coach you to do. It's a pattern for you. You're the guy. And I know you're the tone setter and you hit hard. Stop hitting people out of bounds. You've been doing it for years. Stop. It doesn't, that's not setting the tone. It doesn't make the defense tougher. It just hurts you and the defense. So, I don't know. That's the one thing you could knock about the Niners in this game, Dre Greenlaw. And it really didn't have any impact. Really, it was that one moment where the Niners let the Eagles back in the game. The way they were up, to, what, 21 6. Right, the Niners got the ball to start the second half. They score. Then, boom, special teams, 15 yard penalty. Eagles start the 42, if I'm remembering correctly. And then, kind of doing a whole lot of nothing. And then Dre Greenlaw does that and it sets up a touchdown. Sort of puts the Eagles back in the game. And then the Niners' offense puts them away. But Greenlaw, like, it was last week on Thanksgiving, the charitable one was, was Brock Purdy. Niners were up big. It was like, man, this is national. Television is Thanksgiving. We can't embarrass. The Seahawks on Thanksgiving is not nice. It's not in the Thanksgiving spirit. So we threw a pick six on purpose, I'm guessing. Dre Greenlaw, maybe he was just trying to be nice. In a mean way. Like, sure, I'm going to hit you late and then I'm going to poke this guy in the face, but I'm doing this because I want this to be a good game. So maybe in that sense, Dre Greenlaw was just, he likes entertainment. Excitement. But that's the end. Dre, can you, can you not commit another 15-yard penalty the rest of the season? That's the goal. So one thing, if you would knock that off, you'd be a pro bowler every year. So quality control, I highly suggest you knock that off. The tush push is not football. Who cares? I think it is football. I think it is. But it's not going to do, it's not, it's not enough. That's why the Niners didn't want to talk about it. It's like, we're going to destroy this team. They can, who cares that they can get a one yard at will? We're going to destroy them. And they did. Dios's Kinlaw had concrete on his feet on the sack. The way he touched him when he was down on the ground was crazy. Merkin Avalos says, Eagles fan, I know. Eagles fans, I know that hurts. LOL, crazy gaming. What's up, my brother? Haters be quiet. Crickets from Reddick. Love the show and the grades today. BP's the man, MVP contender, period. David Baker says, Dre needs a life coach. He sees quality control. Same thing. Mr. Sully says, no one was surprised by this. In the playoffs, this can lose the game. Still love him. Yeah, he does it a lot. Mario Gonzalez, I guess Greenlaw was raised in... F mm, was he? Rough childhood equals tons of anger. I will say one time I asked uh, Dre Greenlaw to do an interview on my show and he was like, nah, man, I got anger issues. And he laughed and I thought he was just joking. So I don't know. I don't know Dre Greenlaw like that. Geo dude equals says Draymond Greenlaw equals some guy in the chat. <laughs> Draymond Greenlaw. Dre's tackle was completely inbounds. 
HB Nate 55 says it was only a flag because he picked him up. Okay. It was a flag. Fame Corona says respect Grant Niners all day. Matt McEwen says Lenore hit on Swift Batman pow. Yeah, that's football I like. Got 19 problems, but Philly ate one. True. True. All right, guys. I'm going to go eat some dinner. Thanks for watching. I'll be back tomorrow with Ryan for sure and Larry most likely. And then my dad on Tuesday. So go enjoy the win. This is like the most enjoyable regular season win you're going to get. This is it. Have a great time. Enjoy your night. But not too much because you got work tomorrow. It's already 7 o'clock. I want you in bed by 9. Lights out. Because then you can be asleep by 9.30. Me, I'll be up late. Because I had a cup of tea at like 5 o'clock. Big mistake. But you know what? What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Good night, everyone. See you tomorrow.